Welcome to the podcast for forward-thinking creatives and changemakers. AC Africa presentation with your host, Peter Blastos-Sebeko. This is the one. Yes, it's a good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you may be listening from. My name is Peter Blasto. Thank you so much for listening or for joining me. Thank you for joining me on this 10th edition of the One Podcast. Yes, 10. I show me. I'm very excited. I'm, I'm sure you can tell. I'm very proud, excited because it's growth and, and progress. And growth and progress, it's, it's exciting, right? Because um, you get to learn and you get to evolve. Um, you know, you get to some kind of validation of, of where you're going, really. So for us, it came at a time when, when we had to innovate on how we continue online to do what we do with our online event platform. Um, well, not online, but it's an event platform, See Africa. For those that don't know, it's, it's a conference and exhibition um, that is annual. Well, at least part of what, what that does, which is keeping the conversation going about different topics on you know, growth and, and, and development within the creative industries um, at large. And this has been happening amidst the pandemic and lockdown. Um, this episode is fitting as we host one of the keynote speakers of Sea Africa in 2018. I had a brief chat with my guest after the, uh, the previous podcast that we had, the previous episode. And that chat centered around what turned out to be the topic of today, which is why is the arts sector misunderstood and undervalued? So to decipher this, let me bring on the Director of Arts, Culture and Heritage at the city of Joburg, uh, really a champion and a great proponent of real change in the arts uh, with uh, just about 20 years of experience in the sector and an individual that I highly respect for other wonderful things that he does, Mr. Voisilam Shudulu. Thank you very much for joining us. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you, my brother. And thank you to the listeners of your podcast. I have been following it. It's been quite an exciting platform uh, to share, you know, uh, uh, insights and truths mm. about the nature of the arts in, in, in South Africa. So. I'm really honored to be one of those people. And they say 10 is a perfect number. So, yes. Thank you very much. Thank you for those kind words. Um, so, you know, we had the chat and I decided that we, we bring this discussion online. Firstly, thank you very much for allowing me to do that. Um, it, it was discussed with genuine concern uh, I'm sure you'll agree with me on that, or, or or having the best interests of the arts in mind, right? Right. So it was a conversation between, you know, people that obviously do have some kind of um, role within within this space. Hence, hence the decision to really bring it to the people, to the arts artists, to the creative entrepreneurs, administrators, um, you know, people that this would matter to. Let us give a bit of background by first understanding why we would even take that position, Vuisile. Uh, why would we even say that the, the arts industries are misunderstood? If that is really indeed your position as well. Yes, thank you, thank you my brother. I think, uh, you know, I, I ordinarily don't do this, but yep. I think uh, I want to just uh, pay my respects to my mother. It's her birthday today. 
So oh, wonderful. having taken time out to <laughs> have a conversation on her birthday, I think uh, it, she deserves the, you know, the honor. The recognition. The and I, oh, yes. yes. And I, I know. appreciate, you know, her effort in shaping me to be the individual that I am. Oh, happy look, birthday uh, to the mother. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so, look, for me, uh, it, the, the question of understanding, you know, um, in my view, if you if you if you look at it at a societal level, you know, it speaks to the question of national consciousness. You know, what is our national consciousness? Yeah. Uh, and and our national national consciousness, in many ways, relates to our national identity. You know, um, and the arts, you know, are a catalyst uh, in my view. Uh, I, I a very important catalyst in shaping you know, national identity in, in building a general understanding of who we are, you know, where do we come from and where, where are we heading as yeah. a nation? Yeah. And, and, and the question of understanding the arts is intrinsically linked to, you know, that question of national consciousness or the lack thereof, you know. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and in my view, I think we have to, we have to view the lack of understanding of the arts in the really the deficient national consciousness of the nation as a whole, you know. Yep. So, so, and I do agree that, uh, to answer your question directly, that there doesn't seem to be a deeper understanding uh, about the fundamental importance of the arts and what they represent and what they're about, you know. Mm-hmm. And that lack of understanding permeates in so many uh, areas of of human endeavor. You know, it permeates our our mm-hmm. our legislative framework. It permeates our policy framework. It permeates our investment choices in relation to the creative industries. It permeates, you know, our protection and preservation of our heritage. You know, and even it permeates how we project and, and promote our heritage as a nation. You know. So, mm-hmm. and therefore, you find other associated questions around um, uh, whether our heritage, you know, from the symbols and the institutions uh, that we have in this country, whether they are a reflection of who we are, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a disjuncture between our identity and our heritage as it's currently presented. You know, and it is, it is in that gap where mm-hmm. the understanding of the arts so if you really want to diagnose, you know, the action, the actions of your day-to-day uh, technocrat or bureaucrat or even politician who mm-hmm. are tasked with leading the creative industries or the arts as a whole, yeah. uh, you have to locate it in, in, in those questions that are unanswered and undefined about our national consciousness. And I, I mean, I take it that with a collective or a, a common understanding that would contribute to um and and, and i'm sure we, we can deal with that a, a bit later on it will contribute to the value of of the arts or, or how much the arts or industries are valued right yes yes well you know if you if you really want to understand the value of the arts yeah. um 
you have to look at it much broader than what the country is 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 currently doing you know because mm-hmm. in in this country uh, south africa um with all its coloniality um the the arts are viewed uh, only in its economic uh, value you know uh-huh. and and the, the arts carry a much deeper and a much broader mm. uh, value than simply just you know the the economic uh, value you know so okay. the arts has got a social value it's got a political value it's yes. got a spiritual value you know yeah. and 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 all of those aspects of the arts are not really taken into account and that contributes immensely to the misunderstanding of the arts and even the uh, you know misdiagnosis of the challenges that are yep. faced by the arts yep. and the artists and the creative uh, and cultural activists you know uh, yep. and practitioners in 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 the, in the value chain so, so how is it that yes no 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 please go ahead okay so mm-hmm. how is it that we as a country can foster a better understanding Mm-hmm. of what the value of the arts is you know maybe a question that we 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 want to 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 ask you yep. know and for me when we look at the social value of the arts for example in terms yep. of galvanizing society um and and I'm not talking about you know this nyaupish uh, conception about social cohesion which yep. is really a, a which for me the way it is conceived it is really an instrument to manage the fears of the minority you know um mm. and 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 mm. from the time that we were conceiving the post 1994 era um all of our efforts have been you know channeled and governed by how to the extent to which we accommodate the fears of the minority you know mm. uh, and and not looking at the aspirations and 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 the challenges of the majority yep. you know yeah um yep. and and i think in that moment we are really missing a proper you know use of the social value and the social capital of the arts if mm. you look at the spiritual value of the arts for mm-hmm. example mm-hmm. you know we've got a sacred ways and sacred cultural and artistic practices that are not supposed to form part of our you know industrial aspirations or trade aspirations you know mm-hmm. and we are conflating the spiritual uh, cultivation of our arts and the spiritual value of our arts with our need to look at you know the rents and sense that the arts can generate um and there are certain there are certain very important spiritual uh, characteristics of our arts of our culture and of our heritage yeah. that needs to be protected and, yeah. and they need to be protected from the bastardization of commercial activity you know uh-huh. uh, they need to be protected from the devaluation you know that comes with them being commercialized and which are those i mean are you able to get into that um into just identifying for us which spiritual characteristics that you're referring to that are not or what shouldn't be commercialized as you say look there are certain there are certain objects uh, if you look at our you know traditional production methods 
there are yeah. certain objects that were produced uh, to have a to carry a spiritual meaning you know mm-hmm. and those those were things that were used uh, as a way of connecting with our spiritual world you know mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. a way of yeah. orientating our spirits because yeah. in the in the african cosmology one of the most important uh, aspects of our yeah. cosmology is is to create harmony you know and and there are certain practices there are certain products there are certain uh, you know items all which are called objects you know that carry a, a greater spiritual and heritage value and they are not supposed to be conflated with items that are meant for commercial uh, production you know mm-hmm. so it is those it is those spaces uh, for example if you look at a a place like in Zaloyelanga you know in KwaZulu Natal mm-hmm. you know yeah. um, which is the a, a ancient african calendar uh, yeah. there is not supposed to be a a tourist site because of the sacredness of the space you know okay uh, if you look at for example um, in Tuaso in the african uh, uh, traditions yeah. uh, it it is not something that must be open to anybody and everybody you know yep. it is something yep. that 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 is very sacred uh, particularly to black people and must be protected because it is a way of connecting to to our ancestry so those are the types of things that we have to try and move out of the commercial vehicle of or the commercial you know objectives of 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 uh, promoting yep. the creative industries because the creative industries is a component of the arts you know yes. um, but now there's a conflation about creating the a, entire arts into an industry and that's not the way it's supposed to be you know yeah so, no, i think i would i would definitely so, so, agree with you on that one yes and 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 those are the things that have you know created an imbalance um mm-hmm. and a disharmony uh, particularly for africans um and 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 and, and mm-hmm. a lot of these things are you know are not disconnected from the structural problems that are you know faced by by this country you know the land question is one of them mm-hmm. uh, because the arts and the practice of the arts the practice of culture the collection the preservation the protection of heritage all of those things are very uh, interconnected with with the land you know Yeah. Um, if you look at the major cultural institutions in this country um you know which is again could be a political element um during colonial times there are major cultural institutions that were constructed and there were big uh, budgets in those institutions uh, for acquisition of you know items that the colonialists deemed to carry you know heritage value and it is for that reason that these cultural institutions are still carrying a a, a huge colonial reflection you know yeah. and and we have to find ways now and if you if you juxtapose that with you know the post 1994 era um, mm-hmm. there hasn't been sufficient investment in creating or even collecting or even memorializing our our heritage african, african art. yeah 
That's correct. I think you've touched on, on various elements. Um, I'm sure a lot of people would obviously agree with the fact that the economic value is, uh, is something that would um, have an impact on how the one makes a living out of the arts, right? So I want us to zone in a bit on that. Um, and then we can touch on, on other elements as we go. Um, I would, I'd like us to look at the value of the, the, the arts sector, right? Um, let's take a listen at this bit of information that I have. Sure. The total value of the Kenyan film industry amounts to 3.6% of the entire GDP of the country. South Africa's entertainment industry is valued at approximately 7.4 billion rand and employs an estimated 20,525 people. Film and television alone are worth over 5.8 billion rand. The Nigerian film industry is the third largest in the world, contributing $250 million per annum and another $100 million through exports. Worldwide, the turnover of the entertainment and cultural industries make them the fifth largest economic sector. Vuishalet, this is six years ago, courtesy of da data collated uh, through Sea Africa. So those sets are up to are not really up to date. So would you bring us up to date, please? Yes. So for for me, uh, I mean, there are there are many institutions that are collecting uh, statistics, and if you want to digest the economic value of the creative industries, because many people, you know, uh, don't understand what kind of economic value the creative industries carry. They just look yep. at it simplistically as just a form of entertainment, and yep. they don't even know, you know, how how that impacts uh, their day-to-day -day life. You know, yep. um, I like the point that you raised about living. Living is is not just dependent on economics. You know, uh -huh. um, in fact, a greater part of living is being in touch with the spirituality. So, what mm. I explained earlier on about the value of the art, that for us was life. That was us was part of our ways of living you know uh -huh. but to, to to respond to the economic value i yep. mean the the creative industries uh unesco and and it's a there is a body aligned to unesco called UNCTAD, uh which is the the body that collates and uh, uh, statistics from various uh, countries around the world to okay. create a global value but there was also a, a study done um, by, by UNESCO uh, in collaboration with Ernest and Young, which has valued the, all the 11 you know, subsectors of the creative industries collectively uh, generated 2.25 trillion you know, uh, of the world's GDP. And this, is, this constitutes a 3% a of, the, of the world's GDP. Um, and hmm. and the highest amongst that you know is the television industry uh, at 477 yeah. billion dollars uh, this is these are dollar figures you know uh, mm -hmm. and it's looking at the global the global statistics yep. um, and and you also have the publishing sector uh, at 354 billion coming second and then visual arts you know which is another high growth sector at 391 billion. But mm -hmm. you will see increasingly because the, the television sector has now been redefined into the audiovisual sector, 
yeah. uh, which will include film, television, and animation. You know, yeah. and animation, uh, you know, is a is another high growth stra- uh, uh, sector, uh, which is going, which has in the in the last couple of years, you know, blown uh, the, the the economic value of the creative industries globally. You know, yeah. But then, from a jobs okay. perspective. Uh, the, the creative industries uh, globally generated uh, just under 30 million jobs, you know, okay. and and it is measured at to be employing uh, 1% of the world's active population, you know, economically active population. Um, yep. and, and again, visual arts uh, uh, features very highly amongst the number of people that it employs, you know. But this is also just looking at what is called the formal sector, you know. Uh, yeah. But we know, yes. you know, if you uh, particularly if you look at the, the South African South sector, African you know, landscape, yeah. Uh, yes, I mean the the, the, the South Africa in, in South Africa, the creative industries are valued at just under eight billion. Uh, uh, and and if you look at the the informal sector, particularly the craft sector in in South Africa. Mm-hmm. You know, they, 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 it, it facilitates a greater participation of, you know, previously marginalized and excluded, you know, uh, particularly black individuals. It yeah. facilitates their, their participation in the mainstream. But those, those, that data is not accounted for, for because there are many intermediaries, you know, which are operating as the formal sector that are sourcing uh, commodities uh, and services from the informal sector. And I, and I think if properly calculated, you might find that the figures are much larger. And, They're much and larger. Much higher. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's one of the things that are, um, there isn't, because there is lack of reliable data that contributes in how, uh, in the perception that people would have of, the various sectors, especially the the informal informal sectors, as you say, having pointed out these stats, um, it is obviously helpful in terms of understanding, as we say. But the real crux of, of of the matter is the value that is derived from the arts that matters in terms of what kind of uh, the value or the input that would come from funders, whether it's government, whether it's uh, whether it's sponsors, including consumers. Right, so it's it's about the value that is derived from the arts. Would you agree? No, I do definitely agree because uh, the the South African Division of Revenue Act, uh, uh, one of the components that it looks at is the GDP contribution of a particular sector in mm-hmm. how the the budgets, the final budgets, are, are determined. You know, yeah. um, and therefore you find that the money that uh, the, the arts gets allocated from the fiscal economy mm-hmm. um, is heavily dependent on the data that is available in terms of its contribution uh, mm. to to the GDP. To GDP. You know? Yes, but but there are many other things that we must also look at, and mm-hmm. and we must not look at you know the the the, the arts in isolation to the greater. It's a scheme of the economy as a mm-hmm. whole, the South African economy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the South African economy, uh, properly analyzed, you know, uh, has got 
structural defects. Mm. Um, and and the, the entire continental economy is premised on a, a, a grand colonial, you know, uh, theft, for lack of a better term. There's a serious amount of our resources, you know, as different countries in the, con- in the continent mm-hmm. that, you know, are leaving the country, whether le- legally or illicitly, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so so you, you might have heard a lot of talk about illicit capital outflows, you know. Yeah. So if you look at the illicit capital outflows, and if you also look at those that are deemed to be le- legitimate or legal uh, capital outflows uh, that are accounted for in the balance of, of payments, uh, all of those are actually illicit if, if you look at the structure of the economy. Yeah. But then what remains of, you know, after all of those resources are siphoned out of the country, what remains of those resources uh, and, and what is deemed the contribution to the, to the, to the fiscals gets then distributed and it is there where the, the arts, uh, you know, the departments that are tasked with the, the development and promotion of the arts gets allocated a budget. Mm. So after all of, after that structural defect that, you know, where the country finds itself that the yeah. bulk of its resources are leaving the country and are not available for the consumption of the citizens, you mm-hmm. then get the crumbs that are remaining. Even those crumbs, you know, that are yeah. remaining yeah. are not utilized, you know, prudently mm-hmm. uh, for the development of, not, of, 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 the, of arts. the of the arts. Yes. Right. And and it's, and one of the fundamental flaws in the way in which uh, the South African budgets are structured is that the budgets are structured in a consumptive way, you know. Uh, instead of in a productive way. So the investment goes into activities that are more consumptive than productive. As a result, the, the economy is unable to replenish, you know, uh, or to regenerate it, the resources at the same rate at, by which it is termed that the resources are spent. Yes. That, that is a serious uh, structural flaw. And it is for that reason where you find there is a greater dependency on grant funding, on relief funding, mm-hmm. and all of these other instruments of funding, which are inadequate, you know, because remember, you have to remember that these instruments of funding are designed from the crumbs that are left for us in the country, you know, after the bulk of the resources are, are leaving the country. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. So for me, if yeah. we have to we have to think more creatively about how mm-hmm. is it that we, you know, we direct the, the the funding to be more productive rather than consumptive. Why is there so much dependence on on? Okay, maybe rather let me ask: Do you think there is much more funding that goes to the other uh, mainstream industries than in in the arts? And and what would be the reason for that? Well, the reason is that uh, it, is, it, is, it is by design that there's a greater dependency, particularly, you know, for black people, because the arts are just a microcosm 
of the general economy, you know, and the general organization of society. Uh, so, yeah. and one of the things that COVID-19 has taught us mm-hmm. is that artists are not as special as, as we thought we are. Yes. Know? Um, the artists also fall under that category called the poorest of the poor, whatever it means. I don't, I never knew what it means. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, artists yeah. are finding themselves uh, defined you know, along yeah. with what is called the masses, which are the poorest of the poor, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, COVID has really, uh, really put it more bluntly mm-hmm. and more deliberately, you know, it, it has uh, accentuated the issue, you know, yeah. uh, to, 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 the, to the naked eye, that where you find an artist in lack of, basic needs you yep. know like food shelter mm. medical treatment you know those three basic needs uh, artists have found themselves you know uh, scratching uh, around trying mm. to to make those and unfortunately in the process you know which has been the case uh, for many black people the reality for many black people mm-hmm. uh, is that unfortunately in the process many artists have found themselves depressed and they found themselves suicidal, and unfortunately, we have lost a lot of lives as a result, you know. And these things are mm-hmm. a consequence of design rather than, you know, a coincidence. Um, so, and we have to understand that it is the way in which the economy is structured yep. that generates those kinds of things. So, capitalism by its nature and neoliberal organization of economies uh, will always have a limited number of people that are co-opted to give the, the false sense that, you know, um, success and achievement is possible for everybody, uh, where else the, the vast majority of people will still, you know, languish in poverty, in a state of depression, in a state of hopelessness, and in, in, in effect, in a state of nothingness, you know, yeah. because nobody sees them, nobody hears them, their voices are not heard, it doesn't matter. You know how high the, the, they sing that note. You yeah. Know, how 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 loudly they pitch that dance. Um, yeah. It's still a, a state of nothingness. Yeah, I'm glad you you, you brought up that, that that point because it's it's one thing that I was going to ask you about. Um, which I mean, you've just highlighted it that COVID nineteen this period has really brought the, the the spotlight on that fact that the the industries are misunderstood misunderstood as well as um, undervalued. Um, yes. th- I mean, their projects, and 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 I, and I wonder now, with all that that you've just said, um, what kind of meaning that these projects have, and uh, whether the objectives that are set out are really, um, you know, worth anything. Projects such as the Mzansi Golden Economy, which are designed to really position the industry. Or the industries, the the the, the different uh, arts industries, as you know, as the economy that contributes to the 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 GDP uh, largely. What does it mean uh, for the, uh, the 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 program such as that and many others? Um, I mean, you guys have done a, a great job with your own uh, program from the city, that is um, Arts Alive, and there's various other um, programs, of course, that uh, you know contribute to. To driving um, activities that are needed 
uh, within within the, the various sectors. Um, w- would you put your finger on what really ne- then needs to be done if it's not these programs that are not really positioning the economies as they pos- as as they, as as they are set out to? Look, the the Mzansi Golden Economy uh, Relief Fund um, has distributed, if I'm not mistaken, to the tune of 75 million rents um, to just under 5,000 uh, beneficiaries across the country, uh, or yeah. to maybe slightly over 5,000 um, uh, beneficiaries. You know, mm. those statistics are out of sync with the size of the creative industries in the country. Mm. You know, inevitably, it is going to create chaos. It is going to create tensions. It is going to create friction. You know, when you have a a creative industries which uh, employs, you know, hundreds of thousands of people and you are only able to touch, you know, about uh, less than 6,000 beneficiaries, you know, yeah. And I know that there were there have been other interventions in in provinces and even in, in local governments that had the capacity, you know. But mm-hmm. nobody is asking the question. For example, um, how much money is leaving the country as capital outflows for payment of royalties to foreign uh, artists? Well, artists, yeah. You understand? Yeah. And this is something that we have control over, you know. Um, mm. Where we we are creating a situation where there isn't an appreciation for local content, yeah, um, and people are continuously bombarded with foreign content, whether it is on television, it's movies, music, you know, on the radio stations, both mm-hmm. commercial and even public radio stations, um, mm-hmm. and the consequence of that is that mm-hmm. on on a regular basis, they are millions, hundreds of millions, if not billions, that are paid out in capital outflows, you know. Uh, and and you can asset, you can look at the Reserve Bank data, for example, yeah. you know, to, 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 uh, to, to verify how much money is leaving the country because mm-hmm. of how many times foreign artists are being played on our radio stations, yeah. on our televisions, and so on. Yeah, so... Secondly... Yeah, okay, please go on. Yeah. Sorry, nobody is asking the question. Um, you know, how how much uh, cultural goods and services are imported into the country? You know, to the detriment of local products and services being consumed mm. by the domestic market. You know, and how is it that we can protect our market, our domestic market? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, South Africans do consume cultural goods and services. Uh, but the, 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 our trade balance is skewed, you know, uh, in favor of imports. Yeah. And, and our ex- exports are very low, you know. And again, it speaks yeah. to, you know, the point I was raising earlier on about where are we directing the bulk of our resources? Is it in consumption? You know, uh-huh. because if you are funding festivals you are funding you know yeah. uh, you know uh, uh, parties and, mm-hmm. and and events events are important they are, they, are, they stimulate economic uh, activity, activity. Yeah. I, yeah. I am not belittling them but i'm yeah. saying it should not be our only investment tool you know 
Why are we not building factories that are producing cultural goods and services that can be consumed domestically? Why are we not protecting our market in the same way that the French are doing, for example? You know, mm-hmm. uh, if, you, if, if you release a foreign movie in France, you know, there's a levy that you, they charge you that goes into a fund that funds, you know, local artists. Why are we not having those instruments? My question is, what you're saying is within the value chain of the, the creative cycle, there is a, uh, a part that is not invested upon. Maybe, maybe let me ask the question, which part of the value chain should be enhanced or should where, where, where the budgets need to go to so that then income goes back into, is invested within back into the arts for growth? Maybe the entire value chain needs to be disrupted and we need to invent a new value chain, you know, uh-huh. where the bulk of the resources, uh, the bulk of the resources of this country first remain in the country, you know. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and there is, you know, there's this misnomer that you can become a, a foreign investor, uh, you bring in, you know, 10 billion, uh, yeah. But then you take out ten billion every month. You know, there's that misnomer. Yeah. Um, we we must first protect our own assets. You know, and yeah. and that must also then extend to our creative capital, our creative uh, art assets. You know, um, because you can't expect a country to have the capacity to protect its creative capital if the country is not even valuing. It's general capital, you know. Yes. So, so, uh, so the, 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 there is that uh, multiplier effect that the arts are a, just a microcosm and yeah. a reflection yeah. of, you know, the poor state in which the entire economy is being managed, uh, the unimaginative way in which the economy is structured, and mm. the lack of willingness to restructure the economy, you know. Um, so we must ask the question, mm. what is it that we are afraid of to restructure this economy so that it benefits the citizens? Because every country in the world places its citizens first yeah. above everything else. You know, yeah. They look at their own interest. Uh, yeah. There's no country that is selfless. If a country comes in here and they say they want to build a, a railway or they want to build the African Union mm. uh, headquarters. They are not doing that out of selfless reason. They are doing it because they are looking at their own interests. Why are we not doing the same as a country? And if yes. we are not looking at our own interests, the question yeah. then becomes, are we even a country? I wish we had so much time um, Vusile, because <clears throat> there's so many points that you that you brought up, so many interesting um, uh uh, pointers that we, you know, it would be great to, to to be able to have enough time to unpack and uh, and have so that we drive towards what we need to drive towards, which is having a common understanding uh, that will hopefully eventually get us to restructure, as you say, the economy, uh, so that um, we can, you know, benefit from all the different industries. Because what from what you're saying, it's not only the creative industries just largely the uh, the economy um, in South Africa. You know, thank you very much, my brother. I really appreciate the opportunity. 
and yeah. I, and I want to really you know challenge uh, black artists in this yeah. country that um, you know we have to find a new cause. We have to find a, a new way of you know uh, responding to our inner impulse to create uh, and not be driven by the dependency you know on on mm. funding because it's never going to be enough for everybody. So we have to agitate. Uh, the mm-hmm. arts have got the capacity. Uh, to agitate for change and to mm-hmm. even facilitate that change, and that change is that we need a complete restructure of this country, you know, yep. for us to even call it a country. Thank you very much, my brother. Thank you very much. I couldn't agree with you more. With that note of, there's the need for a paradigm shift. That brings us to the end of this milestone episode, episode ten. Thank you once again, uh, Mr. Buisile Mshudulu, for joining me, um, as well as the producer of uh, the podcast, Buisile Makoba, and uh, to you for listening. Do us a favor, um, where you found this podcast on cmajorproductions.com, do click on subscribe. Please click on subscribe so that you do not regret uh, missing out on a whole lot of information um, that comes through the podcast, webinars, video resources, and, and, and many more. And you'll be informed about that by subscribing. Till the next episode, that's the one. Thank you so much, Mfutu. Thanks, Mfutu, man. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, we can do a follow-up, you know, because there's so much. There's so much. Yeah. So maybe your 20th could be another one. We. You know what I mean? Yes, no, that would be fantastic. Yeah, I'll keep that in mind. No, enjoy the celebrations. Oh, 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 oh. No, Useka, you mama. Oh, Useka. Yeah, yeah. We're doing it virtually. Oh, okay. All right. Enjoy your food. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Sure. 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 Sure.